welcome to Dr. Carol's Couch with your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of Dr. Lieberman, her guests, and callers. Now it's time to have a seat on Dr. Carol's Couch. Here's your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome to today's edition of Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Well, today we have a very interesting guest uh, who has written a very interesting book. And I, I am not, um, you know, as a physician, I, I haven't read the book. Um, I've just read about it. But as a physician, I can't, um, you know, endorse um, the book or the recommendations, but I thought it would be very interesting to have um, this guest on, Susan Moss, because um, I think everybody should be exposed to and have access to all different possible treatments for COVID-19. So the name of her book is COVID-19, A Natural Approach. And um, we're going to be hearing about her philosophy in general about treating people's um, illnesses. And, um, and she's not a doctor, but we're going to talk about her background. And, um, and, you know, I mean, you've heard so many different, so many different so-called experts telling you what to do <laughs> about COVID-19 or coronavirus, what you should do. And then they change their mind. And, um, you know, my favorite to pick on is Dr. Fauci because he just drives me crazy, quite frankly, um, with his gloom and doom face and, and, and words. Um, you know, he won't be happy until we're all wearing hazmat suits and uh, never hugging, no less shaking hands or vice versa. <laughs> again, never touching each other again is what he wants. I would love to have him on my couch <laughs> and get into uh, what makes him you know, feel that way, why, why he don't, doesn't want people touching each other anymore. All right, but, that, but that's another time. Um, my guest again is Susan Moss. Um, she has written this book with a co-writer named Dan Marquez. And so, Susan, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me on, Carol. I look forward to this. Um, okay, why don't we start with, because I know, of course, people are thinking about, uh, she's not a doctor, you know, who is she to say what people should do for COVID? So let's start um, back early in your life, because I think one of the interesting things about you is how you have been interested in saving people's lives, including your own, um, from the time you were a teenager. So why don't you start us off with that? Okay, well, I was the youngest lifeguard at Moana Swimming Pool in Reno, Nevada when I was only 16 years old. Um, I did help save two people, and uh, that's how I got the job is uh, helping to save a little boy who dove off the diving board at Idlewild Pool and did not come back up. Uh-huh. And so uh, at the University of Nevada, I studied art and psychology, and uh, I did get a master's grant in psychology with, with uh, Dr. James B. Nichols. And we, uh, I chose to study suicide prevention. And uh, we set up a, a suicide prevention center in Reno, Nevada in 1967 and is still in operation today. Uh-huh, that's wonderful. Okay. Continue, then what? Okay, so then I became uh, a, a first a college art teacher, and then I became a full-time artist uh, and with my own studio, and I started um, doing these huge spray paintings, and uh, I started getting a reputation from that, uh, but I also got bronchitis from spraying the paint, so I started getting into health big time. Um, my dad was into health in the 50s before it was fashionable, and he uh, 
had asthma really bad, and he healed himself through finding um, health food stores and uh, health books, which he started reading, and he became became mostly vegetarian and also uh, started meditating, and he got rid of his asthma despite uh, going to all these doctors and not being able to get rid of it uh, through the uh, medical so uh-huh. that's how I started learning about health, and then um, I switched to, uh, I stopped spraying paint and switched to uh, the acrylic and Roplex, which I ended up do, uh, buying in big drums for doing big commissions like four ten-foot paintings for the Bonaventure Hotel, which was being built downtown L.A., and uh and then I did the Black Forest series for my grandparents that were starved to death in the Bergen-Belsen concentration camp. And after oh, yeah. I uh, got to number 18, I knew I couldn't use the material anymore. Uh, turns out Roplex is extremely carcinogenic, which I didn't know. I developed a lump in my neck. I could hardly breathe. Uh, it was hard to get up my steps. Um, lost all my energy, started losing weight. And I went to uh, UCLA, I got a biopsy, and they said it's right on the verge of cancer, and if you keep using this material, you will have cancer. So I stopped, and they said, if you don't get rid of the lump in one year, we're going to operate and take it out. And uh, I I did a three-step program. My dad bought me a juicer so I could do the carrot juice um, running on the beach, which at first I couldn't even hardly walk on the beach, but uh, I had an architect friend who helped me build up. And the third part of the program was visualization, where I would visualize uh, men in white coats going down and tying a rope around uh, the lump and pull out to the beat of loud rock music. And uh, in a year, the lump was gone. And my doctor almost fainted because he thought he would have to do surgery. But it was about bringing my health back up, detoxifying, de-stressing, and uh, slowly building my health back up over a period of a year. And uh, so then I had to give up um, acrylic paint uh, again. (laughs) Uh, I did drawings, and uh, after a year I got a show at Albright Knox. I blew up my sketchbook drawings too big a big size, and um, and I uh, they sold five of them for me, and so I rented a car and went all around the East and um, into Canada. I loved it. It was so beautiful. It was the fall with the leaves turning, and when I came back, I, I wanted to paint again with oil, uh, but there was nothing in the store that I could use. Everything was too fumy for me. So I did a couple years of research and found this marvelous company in Canada that would make me linseed oil without any fumes. And so I now work with oil. But uh, meanwhile, in December 1990, I had uh, discovered, uh, my doctor discovered actually two uh, tumors in my body, one in my breast, left breast, and one in my... um, uh, uterus, and uh, so he started screaming at me to see a surgeon and calling me every day, and I said, no, I'm not going to see a surgeon. Um, I knew at that time uh, how to detox and de-stress my body, uh, so he said, well, come back in two months, and so um, <clears throat> I kept forgetting the appointment, so uh, to give me a deadline, uh, that would be uh enshrined in my head Uh, and would work for a mental deadline. I kept calling him and uh, getting the deadline. And then I did um, a program of 20 points, which I call MOTEP, Marathon Olympic Tumor Eradication Program. Wait, uh, wait, wait. Say that again. Say that again more slowly. (laughs) What do you call it? It's MOTEP, Marathon Olympic Tumor Eradication and Prevention Program, which uh, the three points I did to get rid of the lump in my neck, I expanded to 20 points because I I saw that 
And when I had a lump in my neck, I went downhill, but it was a very slow downhill ride. Uh, with the breast and uterine cancer, it was real quick. I looked in the mirror. I looked like Halloween. <laughs> I looked like a dead person. So I knew this was very drastic. Uh, so I chose to swim a mile uh, every day, five days a week at the Y. I did visualization in the sauna and also while I was swimming. I did the carrot juice, the detoxification. Um, and there's 20 points. I did group therapy uh, to get rid of my emotional problems or at least ease them up. And, uh, and uh, a week before my appointment, um, I went in the sauna and I tried to find my tumors and they were gone. Wow. And where did you get the ideas for these 20 points? Like, what, how did, what, you know, what gave you the idea, for example, to drink carrot juice or to swim? Or where did you get these things from? Well, I uh, actually got the carrot juice from my father and uh, the swimming. Um, of course, I was a lifeguard, so I knew what um, uh, the body does during swimming and how it um, the oxygen kills cancer cells. I knew a lot about cancer because I had gotten my little library uh, when I had the lump in my neck. Uh, so when the doctor um, could not find any tumors, he was floored, and he wanted me to write or do a video about my experience, and I wrote my first book, Keep Your Breast, Preventing Breast Cancer the Natural Way, and it is now in um, six printing uh, three languages. I've been all around the world. I spoke in uh, Glasgow, Scotland for the BBC and Canada for the World Breast Cancer Conference. Um, I did that three times. I was on national TV in Canada, national TV in the U.S., in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, I spoke in Germany and in Holland, and uh, the book is doing fantastic, and it keeps selling uh, it came out in 1994. I followed it up with a book called Survive Cancer, where I interviewed other people who had healed themselves, some after medical treatment failure. That book is also a perennial bestseller. It sells every month. And, um, and so uh, Dan Marquez um, contacted me because he loved my book, Keep Your Breast. And he had half a manuscript on COVID-19, and he emailed it over. He's a scientist, and he's an immunologist, and he's worked with medical devices at MD Anderson. And he is a fantastic, brilliant man who really knows his stuff on uh, COVID-19, which he knows a lot more than I do, actually. And... uh, but it was only 100 pages, so I volunteered to write the rest of it. And uh, while I was uh, writing, uh, I did my own research, and I found many important things which he agreed on that I could incorporate in the book. And so the book just came out. It's called COVID-19, A Natural Approach. It's on Amazon. It's a beautiful book. Uh, it has my art on the back cover. It has... Uh, Lots of color inside, and uh, and Dan's brilliant analysis of different foods that you should be eating uh, and supplements uh, that you, you can take. Um, he's very very knowledgeable on the subject. Well, this is very interesting. So now, um, now did you did you publish it yourself, or did you have a publisher? Well, we work with um, Amazon um, on this book. But you mean like uh, creative, what, I forget what they call it. Um, it used to be called Create Space and now it's uh, Amazon KDP. And the, um, the fascinating thing is they turned us down initially because they said they only wanted, quote unquote, official information on COVID-19. So they rejected us and... Um, but they said I could reply, and my reply was Dan Marquez is a top scientist. He really knows his stuff about this disease, 
and uh, it has life-saving information. And Dan thinks because uh, they had a thousand cases in their warehouses with twenty deaths, uh, they agreed to uh, publish it. So okay, so when um, did it come out? It just came out of uh, September fifth, and uh, and we're still revising it a bit, but uh, the basic information is is online now with the book and the um, ebook. Uh-huh. So, um, have you, uh, do you know, let's see, September 5th, so almost a month. So, um, do you, have you spoken to people who have, um, well, I mean, even before it came out, have you spoken to people who have done, this, who have started from scratch, who have COVID, and who have started from scratch and done the things that you recommend in the book? Well, uh, I haven't personally, uh, except that I might have had a mild case of it, and I did what was in the book, and I never came down with it. Uh, I had it two days uh, where my body was fighting something weird off, and I felt very dizzy, and it didn't feel like a cold or the flu, and I had just gone to the spa where I stayed in a hotel and ate an indoor restaurant without masks. Uh, so there's a chance I might have had it, um, I never came down with it. Um, I fought it off, and I used the information in the book to um, turn it around after two days. Um, the third day, I felt fine. Okay. So are you, um, what are you doing to try to, oh, I, I see, we're all coming up to actually the first break, so I don't want to begin <laughs> a question. But when we come back, um, I'm going to want, I'm going to ask you about, uh, what you are doing to um, to sort of keep tabs on, like to find out what people uh, what people's experiences have been who have started to do what you say in the book. So we'll talk about that when we come back. Uh, my guest is Susan Moss. Her book is COVID nineteen: A Natural Approach. We'll be talking more about that. So stay tuned. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787, Hello? and ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Follow the Voice America Variety Channel on Twitter. Our hosts always have something to say, and we know that you do too. We tweet on today's hot topics, and you're welcome to follow us. Speak up and join in at Voice AM Variety. That's at Voice AM Variety. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. Don't 
And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman, talking with my guest, Susan Moss, about her book, her new book, called COVID-19, A Natural Approach. Um, You know, the news today is the U.S. ranks at the top of the world's coronavirus death toll of more than one million. More than one million people have already died from COVID-19. That's very sad. Um, Well, before we kind of get into some of those general issues, I I promised that when we came back, I would ask Susan about um, what she has found out so far from people who have followed uh, the recipe in her book (laughs) to prevent or treat COVID-19. Yes, uh, the book just really just came out. People don't know about it yet, so... But there is examples I can point out uh, from my research. Um, Donald Trump is the number one example we can talk about because when the uh, pandemic hit, he uh, tried to tell people about hydroxychloroquine plus zinc that he was taking for prevention. And he would go out in a crowd and he would not get sick, whereas his staff members did get the disease, so like six of them would be hospitalized and on and on like that. So why didn't he ever get the disease? He stood next to somebody who had it because he was taking hydroxychloroquine plus zinc. So there's uh, one example right there that we can follow, and how can we get hydroxychloroquine because it's so cheap, it's only like $10 to $20 for a whole treatment. So they banned it. They made it illegal <laughs> because it was saving yeah. lives and, and it was cheap. So they want something expensive like $3,000 yeah. for remdesivir or whatever they call it. from Remdesivir, um, yeah. Yes, <laughs> I, that has been one of my pet peeves hydroxychloroquine. I've, I've talked about this on the show before. Um, one of my pet peeves is how, well, Dr. Fauci, for example, spoke out against it, and um, some doctors who wanted to prescribe it have been threatened have, with their license being taken away, and pharmacists are getting into the act and trying to prevent doctors from prescribing it by asking the doctors what this is for, and if they say um, COVID, then they, you know, don't want to give it to the patient. I mean, it is awful. Never before has anything like this happened with a medication. And yes, I think part of it is because it's cheap, because it's been around for a long time originally to treat malaria. And um, uh, yes, people would rather sell vaccines for however much that's going to go. Um, and and it is very sad. That, I mean, I have been in touch with doctors who have prescribed hydroxychloroquine and who have had um, very excellent results. You know, they when patients go to the hospital emergency room and then they're told to go home uh, if their symptoms aren't severe enough, and then, you know, if they, they don't feel comfortable with that or their symptoms get worse or whatever, then they have called around and reached some of these doctors who are prescribing it. It was much, you know, at, at risk of their license, depending upon what state they're in and all that, um, and having to sometimes lie to the pharmacist uh, about what it's for and all that. But um, there's no question but that it, it does work as a uh, preventative and as, and as a treatment if you take it early enough, which is kind of the case with a lot of medications that, um, you know, these studies, that show that uh, it doesn't work, those were mainly patients who were given this drug when they were on their last legs. And, um, and so nothing really would have worked then. But, um, but when you give it to a patient early enough, it has been very successful. So it's really, I mean, people have the, these authorities who are not letting doctors give it to patients have blood on their hands. Because they, you know, part of these million um, deaths worldwide could have been prevented if some of the people got hydroxychloroquine early on. Okay. Uh, yeah. So here's 
here's the thing, Carol. Uh, it's, it's actually hydroxychloroquine, uh, the main ingredient in it, and it's synthesized, by the way. The main ingredient is quinine. So uh, I got interested in quinine plus zinc. You have to have the zinc uh, because uh, of uh, Donald Trump. So I, I thought, wow, where could you get quinine? And then I thought of tonic water. And uh, so I went around to the liquor store, and there was tonic water in big, big used bottles. And so I started taking it with zinc, uh, but it did taste funny. So um, I found out you have to get it in cans uh, because the cans do not have high fructose corn syrup, which is a very bad sweetener. It deprives you of vitamin D, which you really, really need. And one of the um, susceptibilities to this disease is a deficiency in vitamin D. So you you don't want to drink you don't want to drink it in the uh, bottle, but you should try to get it in the cans, which you can get at Trader Joe's or Sprouts or any natural m- more natural market, and take the zinc, and then you've got the same result. Uh huh. And uh, there is a doctor, Dr. Eric Nimpute, who I think worked in Missouri, and he got patients out of the hospital merely by giving them tonic water plus zinc. And in, <laughs> and in 12 to 18 hours, they walked out of the hospital. Huh, interesting. So you don't need okay. to have this huge fight over hydroxychloroquine. All you need to do is spend less than $2 on a can of tonic water, and zinc is one of the cheapest um, supplements that you can find, and take that, and you've got the same result. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's great information. And also, um, okay. uh, there's another, um, what's the, uh, the quinine or the hydroxychloroquine quine does is it makes an ionophore, which is a little tiny hole where the zinc can get in. Um, quercetin uh, also does that. Uh, it's found in many foods, or quercetin. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce it exactly, but quercetin, uh, we give you uh, foods with quercetin. We give you foods with zinc. We give you uh, foods with vitamin C, with vitamin D, um, and we give you uh, charts with different fruits, vegetables, herbs, Chinese herbs, and what uh, they have that can contribute to your um, protecting yourself from this disease. And it's fantastic. He has uh, Riverestrol, rosmarinic acid, selenium, vitamin C, vitamin D. I'm just reading some of the things in his book, in, in our book, Chinese Herbs, uh, what they do. Yeah, tell, tell us about that. That's an interesting one because I wonder if the Chinese people, you know, patients who got it, were given these Chinese herbs. Well, I'm sure that they made use of them, and it has gone down in uh, in China a bit. Um, so uh-huh. perhaps they are. Um, anyway, Dan's an expert on all these um, different herbs, different foods, even grapes. I can read you. Grapes are amazing fruits believed to have cardioprotective, neuroprotective, anti-cancer, anti-constipation, eye-protective properties. They are loaded with rheofolin, which appears effective against MERS and SARS-CoV-1. You know, I mean, he gives you all these different foods and what they contribute Flax seeds, fermented foods, uh, kimchi, which uh, protected the Koreans, who uh, now are doing really well. 
Kimchi is loaded with antiviral herbs such as chili, scallions, garlic, ginger, cabbage, and radish. So he gives you Mm -hmm. all this information. Uh, He did this on his uh, own before I even showed up. So um, uh, it's, it's just a fantastic book. Okay, well, tell me some more about, um, in addition to Trump, who else, what other uh, stories have you heard about people trying these things? Well, uh, Dr. Eric Napodi, of course, Napodi, uh, getting people out of the hospital with um, a combination of tonic water and zinc. Um, So far, um, I have heard many uh, stories of hydroxychloroquine, and zinc uh, working for patients um, if you give it early. Uh, but our book just came out, so it's really uh, to really tell uh, if this is going to help, but I believe it will. I believe it if everybody read it and followed it, really have a reduction in this horrible disease that has killed one million people around the world. Well, now, um, what about, uh, do you have some of the things in there? Like, did you add um, to what your co-author, Dan Marquez, had to say? Did you add some things from your books about cancer? Because really, it boils down to um, enhancing, improving the immune system, whether it's for cancer or COVID. You know, that's really what it's all about. That's right, Carol. Uh, I did add a chapter on exercise, which he did not have, and the Japanese uh, was my main subject because they are very health conscious. Their obesity rate is 3%. Our U.S. obesity rate is 40%, Carol, which is really shocking, and obesity turns out to be one of the highest risk factors for this disease. Yes. Uh, one of the things that I uh, added, uh, which Dan kicked kicked around for a while before he would allow me to talk about it, is <laughs> the connection between parasites and uh, this virus, because this virus really is a parasite. It latches on to your cell, and then it goes into the nucleus and starts reproducing itself like crazy, and that's why you can't function, that's why you can't breathe because it gets in the lungs and the lungs fill with water trying to ward it off and then you can't breathe. So uh, uh, I uh, lived with parasites for 11 years. Um, I still see them a little bit, but um, they invaded my house. So I was very, very aware of what I could do to protect myself from parasites so, what kind of parasites invaded your house? What do you mean? Well, I had mites from rats that came into my house. I have a, a small house on a big lot with lots of trees, and uh, my cat, Miss Midia, died, and I did get another cat, which I should have, um, and the rats came in and brought these horrible creatures, which are parasites. And also, they do the same thing as this virus. They try to invade your body and reproduce like crazy and eat you alive. So uh, I had Mm -hmm. to learn how to protect myself. And so a lot of that information got into the book. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, that's interesting. Um, What else? Um, What... What do you think about the vaccines that are being proposed? Well, uh, as I said, uh, this virus, because it resembles a parasite, uh, a vaccine is, is probably not going to be effective at all because um, in a vaccine, the idea is to prime the immune system so the immune system can handle it on its own. But the fact is the immune system needs help. It needs that uh, quinine and that vitamin, uh, that zinc, um, that vitamin D, that uh, quercetin. 
it needs help from what you ingest. So uh, uh, thinking that just priming the immune system and giving them, giving you partial COVID-19 or, or making you sick in advance um, because people have gotten it twice, it, it just doesn't, it doesn't seem like to me that a vaccine is going to work. Mm-hmm. Do you have any other concerns about vaccines? Well, the vaccine is loaded with things that you don't want to put in your body, like aborted fetal tissue, making you a cannibal. <laughs> uh, mercury, which is very dangerous and toxic. Aluminum salt, which is very toxic. Formaldehyde, which is a preservative, which made me sick when I used Roflex because it was loaded with formaldehyde. Um, you, uh, there's many things in a vaccine that... Um, can potentially damage you and make you sick. Uh-huh. What, what do you think about masks? Well, I think it's a bad idea <laughs> to try a vaccine. I think it's going to cause a lot of illness and, and people no, who no, are otherwise... I said, what do you, I'm not sure if you heard what I said. I said, what do you think about masks? About? Masks. Ma- masks. Oh, no, no, masks. Oh, you want to get get yeah. into masks. Well, masks, to me, are better than nothing. But um, in my case, uh, and Dan argued with me a lot about this, uh, my mites get in, the, in through my ear. And if I hear them... No, wait. If I hear them... Wait, 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 wait. No, I, I, don't think you're, I don't think you're understanding what I'm saying. Masks. You know, masks. people were, 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 were being told to wear masks? Yeah, masks. Is that what you the thought? Masks, the masks oh. don't, Carol, the masks don't cover your ears. Okay, I see what you're saying, yes. And so you, and you would, but you were, so you were talking about mites getting into your ears? Yeah, they get into my ears, and then I know they're going to get into my mouth, and I've lost three teeth because of that because they got into my teeth and blackened them, and then the teeth rotted and fell out or had to be pulled. Uh, So uh, I did find, after I argued with Dan about this, he didn't believe it was possible that the the virus could get into your body through your ears. Uh, I did find studies where they saw that COVID-19 patients had ringing in their ears, they had whistling sounds, they have the same kind of uh, sounds that I get. Hmm, that's interesting. They haven't really made that very uh, well known that that's one of the symptoms ringing in your ears. No, and also they can get through your eyes and they can get through most masks because they're very, very tiny. They're nanometer size and they can okay, get well, this- through... Well, we, I just heard the music. Where we need to take another break. Okay. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt you, but we That's need to right. take another break. So um, we're talking today about uh, with Susan Moss, whose book is COVID nineteen: A Natural Approach. Uh, she wrote it with Dan Marquez, and when we come back, we'll talk more about it. the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787, and ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. 
Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com Tune into the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey Alexa! Hey Google! Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. Streaming live. The leader in internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. Today we're talking about COVID-19, a natural approach. Now again, I am not, I cannot endorse it as an MD, um, uh, but... Uh, I certainly do think, I mean, some of the things we've been talking about that help the immune system, I mean, you know, I've been, since COVID came to America, I have been talking uh, everywhere, um, television, radio, print, uh, trying to get people to improve, to work on their immune system, that if everybody worked on their own immune system, instead of, you know, um, being, uh, instead of necessarily being locked down or, um, you know, the, the, what's more important than some of these draconian rules is uh, just everybody, you know, doing what you have to do to improve your immune system. We're talking about some of these things today with my guest Susan Moss, um, things like taking vitamins, taking supplements that improve the immune system, uh, getting enough exercise, getting enough sun, vitamin D, um, taking, doing things to decrease your stress, and I'm a big believer, um, Susan was mentioning earlier about guided imagery. Uh, I practice guided imagery uh, on my patients. I have them do guided imagery. It's, it's amazing. You can either have them do things like what Susan was talking about, um, imagine or visualize um, the good guys taking out the bad guys in one way or another, like, you know, the, the most the simplest is imagining them taking out the cancer cells or, uh, or the COVID-19 <laughs> virus. Um, but just also other things as a, as a de-stressor watching, I am recommending a lot of watching, um, uh, spending at least an hour a day laughing, doing things to create laughter in yourself from watching, uh, cartoons with your kids, perhaps to watching romantic comedies or any other kind of movie or television show that's funny, um, to uh, um, even even if you have to Google jokes on the internet, whatever, just making sure that you get at least an hour a day of laughter. And Norman Cousins proved that years ago when he had a potentially fatal disease and he cured himself with vitamin C and cartoons and movies, um, things that made him laugh on videos almost 24-7 except for when he slept. So it really does work. And, you know, these are things, and I guess um, this is where Susan is coming from as well, that there are things that you can do um, to promote health in your immune system that, you know, aren't drastic, that, that really, really we can do and should do every day, especially now um, with the worldwide deaths of coronavirus being a million. So... Um, it's really, you know, this is a very unfortunate, a very unfortunate thing. But, but part of the uh, misfortune is that people are getting so freaked out about living during this pandemic and all the different rules and all the, you know, the, the uncertainty and so on. And it's this being freaked out, this stress that is really causing people to be more vulnerable to catching coronavirus. 
And, um, and so you really have to just pay attention to these things. And, 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 you know, things that we've been talking about today, for example, um, are not difficult things. They're not expensive things. Anybody can just in- include them into their daily uh, routine. So, um, Susan, what about, what were some of the things, you know, your book, Keep Your Breast, Preventing Breast Cancer the Natural Way and Survive Cancer, uh, especially Keep Your Breast, that's been out for quite a while. So what have people, tell me some stories about people who read the book and did what you said and how they um, cured their cancer. Uh, yes, we had many examples of, of people who defied the odds and were able to um, get rid of their cancer through my program, and um, and they're alive today, some of them, and very grateful. Can you tell us some stories? You don't have to give names, but just some examples. Well, uh, there was an older woman, um, Orlin, uh, who had a severe case of cancer. She had it all over her body. And, uh, and she was older. She was like in her 70s. And uh, she started doing the program. And uh, I had a little group therapy. Um, um, she would come every time. She would help uh, pick up others and, and bring them. And uh, she ate, um, she was really big on hot peppers, eating hot yeah. peppers, and, um, <laughs> and she defied the odds. She kept living. She was supposed to die many, many years ago. <laughs> well, that's great. Um, can you tell us another one? Uh, there was a very athletic lady um, who had a number of emotional problems with bad relationships and drugs and things. And, uh, and she got on the program, and she really looked like a model. I mean, it really drastically improved her health. And um, uh, unfortunately, she, she never got quite rid of the tumor, and she tried that black salve, which I don't recommend. And uh, then... Black, uh, black. Black salve. Black salve. She put on her the rest of the tumor, and and unfortunately, uh, that got her in the hospital where they killed her off. I'm not familiar with that. What's black salve? Well, it's uh, it's a uh, uh, I don't recommend it. Um, it it's uh, it takes it's caustic and it takes things out of your body, but. Um, it wasn't a good idea. Uh, she'd still be alive today if she hadn't tried it. Uh-huh. Is this something that uh, is sold in health stores or like just individual I don't really. I really or? don't know much about it. I don't recommend it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I've we have... Uh, yeah. Uh, you say you're a doctor and you, you can't endorse my book, but I have a doctor who's uh, possibly going to endorse it, and, and that is Dr. Wayne C. Fur, who was my gynecologist when I got rid of those two tumors myself. And he is now mm-hmm. in Colorado, and he is on my side 100%, and I think in a couple of weeks uh, he said he would order the book, uh, that he could write a preface so that we will have a medical person Endorsing yeah. it, he takes corset, corset, quercetin. Um, he doesn't. Uh, he's not against hydroxychloroquine. He thinks that works if you give it early with uh, with the zinc. Um, he is very much into uh, what I'm saying, and I hope Carol that you will endorse it when uh, when you read it because you will see how beneficial it is. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's just, I mean, I, it's not, it's not that I'm saying it's bad. I just, um, don't really, I mean, I would want to do a lot more research into it before I endorse anything, you know? Right. Yeah, um, but, uh, the research is all done for you and it's all in this book, COVID-19, A Natural Approach, now on Amazon. And I hope that you have a chance to take a look at it. It's a beautiful book. 
um, and it is in an ebook now also. Um, and we are still editing it, and, and we will have new versions on there, but the basic information is up there now. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. You know, here's a suggestion for you. What about doing, um, doing a book of um, your, since, you know, your paintings and drawings and all that were so popular, why not do a book of those? And um, maybe connect it to some guided imagery suggestions or, uh, or just general health suggestions like that go with the pictures, something like that. Yeah, that's a great idea. Um, hopefully there will be a book on my work. Um, I am in some books already. I'm in uh, Poser Library of Jewish Culture and Civilization, which was published by Yale University Press. And there is a Black Forest painting I did for my grandparents in that, who starved to death in Bergen-Belsen concentration camp in Germany. Um, also in a book called L.A. Rising, uh, which is about L.A. artists. I have two big um, color photos of paintings I did in, in that Getty book. Uh-huh. All right. Well, that sounds great. So again, my, my guest is Susan Moss. Her co-author is Dan Marquez. And the name of the book is COVID-19, A Natural Approach. And the reason, again, why I had Susan on was to give you all um, an additional choice uh, when you're thinking of what to do to prevent or treat uh, COVID-19. Again, I'm not certainly saying that this works. I can't say that. But um, but I think what I do think is that everybody needs, since there has been so much misinformation and controver- controversial or contrary information uh, contradicting, you know, one thing saying wear a mask this day and then say don't wear a mask or the beaches are open, the beaches are closed, I mean, all of this controversy, that the best thing is to just find out, hear about all kinds of things and make decisions for yourself. Uh, or possibly in conjunction with your doctor, and present, you know, I wouldn't do anything without um, asking a doctor that you trust, uh, you know, about, about any of the possible things to prevent or treat COVID or, or anything else you might want to treat. <laughs> so thank you, Susan, for being a guest, and thank you all for listening. You've been listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on Dr. Carol's Couch. Join us next week at 1 p.m. Pacific time for another installment of Dr. Carol's Couch. We'll save you a seat. 